0: Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800 951 to the website at allamericangold.com. And happy Tuesday to you. We got one more show this week. So just remember, uh, tomorrow be... Uh, the last show of the week. We'll have uh the website uh if you need to place some orders, uh that'll be up and going and and uh this time I'll remember to bring my my laptop home and, and uh if gold or silver moves, uh we'll we'll move accordingly. And you never know. You never, never, never know. A deal may pop up while we're away. So make sure you go to allamericangold.com. Hit the shop button. Hit the shop button. Uh, If we have a, we may have a, you know, on Friday, you never know, Friday, we may have a great sale or something on the weekend. So make sure you check that out uh, at allamericangold.com. Metals plans, we will start next week. Uh, Again, next week's also a short week. Uh, The bulk of the metals plans uh, will be out after the first of the year. But uh, we, we, we think we'll be uh, done by the 10th, uh, done by the 10th. Uh, so we appreciate uh, everybody that's participated in that plan. A lot of great deals. Again, another great opportunity uh, in the medals programs. If you want to get involved in that, uh, go to All-American Gold and hit the medals program icon. You can read all about it there as well. Uh, before we get to, we got news. We got, is there... Finally, signs of a housing slowdown, and we're going to delve into now the IMF, getting into digital currency. So we got a lot of things to talk about, but before we do that, I got to talk about it. Got to do it. We played pickleball again yesterday. The courts, ever since I started talking, the courts are filling up. Uh, we had a We had a new participant yesterday, and then we had another guy who came to watch. Uh, pickleball mania growing. I'm a, I, am a. am just telling you if you're, and I, I think it'd probably be fun for the whole family. This is a good little family activity. It's not complicated. It's kind of like, uh, a lot like ping pong, but instead of on a table, you play on a, a little miniature court for you. Uh, you know, you bigger guys and gals out there, kind of like me. Uh, it's, it's a pretty good workout and, and it's a lot of fun. Well, we like, we play doubles, uh, singles would be, that's probably too much running even for me, you know, more, I'm more of a doubles guy in the pickleball world. Uh, but if you haven't tried it, you know, and I'm just thinking like Christmas, maybe you got kids and you're thinking, man, what can we, you know, because obviously uh, with COVID, right, you, you know, no one's going on vacation. You're not going to Disneyland, and, and you're not uh, going to the beach or whatever it may be. Uh, this is a good activity. It's outside. Uh, you get a little exercise. And uh, and it's a lot of fun, and it's relatively inexpensive. I mean, you play uh, with some wiffle balls, essentially, and and uh, some paddles, and and you can get paddle. I mean, you well, like anything, right? You can spend a lot of money on a paddle. I think you can buy a pickleball paddle for like a hundred dollars if you want to. But I mean, you can also buy them for like twenty bucks. Uh, so so anyway, I am encouraging you to to check it out. So, uh, there you go. There's my 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 second pitch. You know, it's gotten so funny in my uh subdivision. We have two pickleball courts. And you can reserve them, and yesterday uh one of the one of the other people that was playing asked me how to because she didn't know how to do it, so I was helping her out but it's uh yeah, it's been growing it it it's something where uh when I try to reserve courts, it's like man I've got to reserve them like a week ahead of time because they they book up so fast but it's it's great fun, and especially during Christmas, you know the kids are off school. Uh, get out there, run around a little bit, and it's super easy. There's only like three rules. I mean, it, it can't be any easier. Uh, so there you go. I'm trying to help you out with a a last minute Christmas gift, uh, for the family. So there you go. Check out the pickleball when uh we we got home existing home sales data out today. Uh, we had the first time since you know obviously when Corona first started, but pretty much since May. Housing's been on a tear, just an outright tear. I mean, home prices through the roof. Uh, we had another big increase in prices, uh, but we had a big drop in sales and, and kind of goes with uh, home builder confidence. The home builders are starting to get worried. Have we hit that, that, uh, that point where prices are too high even with Mortgage rates at all-time lows. We'll talk about that. And then we'll spend the majority of the show talking about digital currencies. There's a lot going on. We have the IMF. Uh, They just released a a paper about it and talking about what role they may be playing in this. Uh, We have a lawsuit going uh, with Ripple, uh, one of the other coins out there uh, with implications for Bitcoin and Ethereum, which are the two most popular uh, coins, if you will. Uh, so so a lot of things happen. And again, remember what I told you. What I told you a month ago, get ready. Right? The onslaught for digital is coming. But this is one, uh, this this particular one, very interesting. Because now they're talking about, uh, is it a cu- currency? Is it a security? How do we regulate it? Uh, what's gonna happen? So uh we'll, we'll try our best. Some of it I'll, I'll even tell you hey, I don't even understand it. I don't know. Uh, part of the thing for me too, when I don't understand something, I usually don't invest in it right'm That's kind of like the Warren Buffett school. you know why during the remember during the crash, the financial crash and Warren Buffett was like the only guy unscathed. And, of course, he ended up, getting, you know, buying all kinds of stuff at super ridiculous prices. And he said, well, that's because I never bought these securitizations. I didn't buy any of them. And they asked him, well, why didn't you? And he goes, because I didn't understand it. it. didn't make sense to me. They, they, didn't, they couldn't explain it very well. So I just was like, yeah, forget it. So he didn't own it. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Patriot Radio News Hour on a Tuesday. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's just you know, I was just thinking about pickleball again. I can't stop thinking about it. But my buddies and I were you know we're getting older. Kids are pretty much gone, and we're looking for things to do. And uh, we we we're gonna have a bowling team uh, starting in January. And I'll just say this. We went and bowled a a week or two ago. Uh, There was five of us that went. One of the guys tore his bicep, swear swear to it, tore his bicep. He's out like for two months. Another guy threw his back out. By the time I was done, I had to stop bowling because my knee and my hip, my left knee, you know, the knee, you know, I'm a right-hander, so I put a lot of force on that left knee i I couldn't even finish the last game, so uh pickleball safer than bowling who knew who knew uh all right, enough of that getting housing right and and we we we've seen this this flood of people and and again, I think a lot of this was uh for people that had had money okay people that had money they've been thinking about. Getting out of New York, getting out of L.A., getting out of San Francisco, getting out of Seattle or maybe Portland, right? These uh, Chicago, right? Maybe Detroit, right? These, these blue big cities where they've got high taxes, uh, high crime, high this, high everything. Uh, and, and wanting to move away but you know moving it's hard you get attached right you do and you you're even when you're like yeah it would make sense it'd make a lot of sense it's still it's kind of like changing banks right how many people do it nah, no nobody wants to go go and do it. it's too much work but with covid think it forced that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of the people to get, you got to have money to move, right? If you don't have money, you ain't moving. And have we seen now the peak? Has housing peaked? Uh, we don't know too early to tell, but we're starting to see some signs. Today, it was existing home sales fell more than expected in November. This is the first time we've seen a drop in existing home sales since May. Uh, they're, they're saying that housing affordability which had greatly benefited from falling mortgage rates. Now, here's the problem. All it did was drive up the price of the home. It actually didn't make the home any more affordable. Now, if the prices had stayed, in other words, let's just say year-over-year year housing prices were only up 2 or 3 or 4%, then that sentence would have been true housing affordability which had greatly benefited from falling mortgage rates but it didn't that's not really it's not really true of course the next part of the sentence is now being challenged due to record high home prices so again right it really didn't happen the way they wanted it to be. Remember when they when the Fed started buying all the mortgage? Oh, yeah, we're helping you out. Well, you're only helping out 60% of the people because only 60% of the people own their home. Uh, then, of course, the ones that have been buying during the height of this pandemic have been paying sky-high prices. And it's so funny because you think, wait a minute. We got 20 million people out of work. Uh, we just had to pass another 900 billion dollar stimulus and uh, pay airlines to bring furloughed workers back and and you think about uh, giving everyone a check and I mean think about it right you're like housing should mean housing prices shouldn't be rising at all if anything if anything you'd be like yeah, they're probably going down. And yesterday I found out, you know, not only are a lot of these people that aren't paying rent, the the government's paying the rent for them. See, so I don't know about the mortgages, but the rents, and not everybody, but a lot of people uh, in Arizona alone. Okay, so Arizona, you know, we're we're not a big, big state, but we're bigger. I think we're... uh, I think we're like fourteenth, fifteenth biggest state, something like that. You got like seven, so somewhere over seven million people live here. Yesterday on the news with with talking about the stimulus passing, they said four hundred thousand renters in Arizona weren't going to be able to pay the rent in January. Now, I'm just, yeah. Really? 400,000? I mean, you know, you know most of them, I would assume, got, you know, either roommates or, right, they're living with a girlfriend, a boyfriend, maybe the husband, uh, kids, right? I mean, how many people are we talking about? Let's just, you know, be conservative. Say that's a million people. That's one out of seven people. I don't know. It just seems out of whack. Well, now they're saying that maybe that's what's happening now. Uh, that a strain on potential cuss consumers, particularly first time buyers, they said the slowdown due to the fact that the median selling price, okay, so the median selling price, which my guess is much lower than the average. And why do I say it's much lower than the average? Because the Let's just say there's a house and it sells for ten million dollars. Well, that's going to drive up the average price. You know, you got ten million, six million, eight million, on and on and on and on. Median, the ten million goes against the house that only sold for a hundred thousand. And median, you end up in the middle. And even with the median number, and this is existing homes, this isn't new homes. Three hundred and ten thousand, almost really three, let's just call it three hundred and eleven thousand dollars. Almost double. Actually, almost. I'm I, horrible at math today. Way more than double the price of the home that me and my, my the first home me and my wife bought together. Bought a home for one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Now they're saying the median price is $310,800. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. My guess is that the big jumps in price, like they're saying home prices year over year is up like 15%. My guess is the price is going to slow. The increase is going to slow. Maybe... Come to an end because at a certain point, okay, I can't qualify anymore. Right? And I, I, you know, will will prices go down? I don't know. Uh, the moratorium on foreclosures does that help? Certainly does. I don't have any data on mortgages behind outside of what the government's been producing, and that has been very, very consistent uh, in their numbers. About fourteen percent of homeowners are not paying mortgages, and so I don't know. But interesting. And now, you know, as we sit here, we got a new stimulus. Inside of that, they've got a spending bill. A budget has been passed. Uh, It passed the House and the Senate last night. So now we just got to wait for the president to sign it. Here's the problem. It's 5,593 pages. I think that's a lot of pages. 5,593 pages. I think the president will sign it. Most likely, probably not today. Maybe tomorrow, right? Uh, I'm thinking tomorrow or Thursday, and then checks. I would say at least a couple of weeks after that, uh, people will start seeing some checks. But uh, there's, I don't know. I don't know if someone's actually going to read the bill uh, or what. But uh, uh, we 're waiting now the but it has passed the house it 's passed the Senate now we 're waiting for the President to sign it and why, why is it important for us it 's pretty simple right we 're going to get an updated debt clock now with the new budget being passed and all of these other things. Uh, we know uh, we 're going to be pushing thirty trillion dollars. You know you think about Donald Trump came in at about twenty trillion. In four years, we've added thirty trillion. But here's the problem: they 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 said 2020 because you know 2020 ended in September fiscally that we ran like a three point whatever the number was three point two three point three trillion dollar deficit three trillion. Well, that would mean in the the other three years, you know, we ran a $7 trillion deficit, which would mean we would have had to have averaged $2.3 trillion a year. But they only told us that the highest deficit ever was last year at 900, well, the second highest, Barack Obama had the highest at $1.2 trillion, was only $985 billion. And so just remember, there's two numbers on the deficit. There's the big number and the little number. And they want to tell you that we're only going into debt $3 trillion or $1 trillion or $700 billion. The realities are we've been going trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars into debt for a while. And they just don't want you to know yet. Now, We're getting ready because, right, we kind of see everything kind of uh, laying out on the table as to we got a bubble in housing. We've got a bubble in the bond market. We've got a bubble uh, in the stock market. You know, the Bank of Japan is the largest holder of Japanese debt and Japanese stocks. The ECB is the largest holder of German debt, French debt, Italian debt, Spanish debt, right? Uh, The U.S. Federal Reserve, we're the largest holder of U.S. debt. Also the largest holder of U.S. mortgage debt. Probably the largest holder, probably the largest holder of commercial debt. You start to see my point. As more countries issue and develop central bank digital currencies, The prospect of a digital currency as a part of mainstream finance is is increasingly becoming a reality. How will the digital currency affect the international reserve ecosystem? In a recent paper, the IMF, which for those of you that don't know, that's the International Monetary Fund, seeks to provide the answer. I think I know what the answer is. This year's pandemic has already hastened the move. Right. And again, right, because why? Well, debts are piling up. Right? No one's paying. No one's paying rents. No one's paying mortgages. No one's paying commercial real estate. I shouldn't say no one, but you you understand my point. Right? If anything more than two or three percent don't pay, it's a problem. I mean, that's that's how fragile it really is. And, of course, did you see, I don't know, uh, the Federal Reserve, oh, after the stress banks can buy back stocks again. You know, we'll we'll be careful about it. Yeah, give me a break. So according to the IMF, it states that the International Reserve ecosystem will become less stable after the introduction of digital currencies. In other words, we're going to have some kind of a reset. The paper's authors state that the U.S. dollar will retain its status as the international reserve ecosystem even after the introduction. However, the share of the reserves will continue to fall. Right now, we're down to, according to the paper, the U.S., we're down to 61%. Man, this was, you know, you go back 20 years ago, we were like in the high 80s. Kind of like the dollar, same kind of a thing, right? As uh, our reserve currency falls in stature, so does the dollar. 800 9510592, Patriot Radio News Hour, talking about the latest out of the IMF now. Now, again, right, the IMF really funded by the United States and, and saying, hey, you know, don't worry. We still think the dollar is, you know, going to have a big role. But they said that the rising interest in digital currencies is leading some experts now to say that the greenback's position may be usurped. Right? And we know what we're talking Let's, you know Do we got to beat around the bush? Can't we just say it? Listen, this is going to become a battle between the United States and China. By the way, China made another big move uh, last night. Giving the dollar less credence in the Renembi. So when they try to value, when the Chinese central bank is valuing the renminbi, you know, like I I said there, you know, uh, and I talk about the dollar index, right? And it's at 90, right? It broke 90 uh, last week. Well, the Ch- China does the same thing with its renminbi, And what they did last night is they said, you know, the dollar's going to get a lot weaker. That means our currency is going to get more expensive. So they decided to give the dollar less weighting. It's just like the stock market. Why is the Dow Jones at all-time record highs? The answer is simple. The companies with the most weighting, right, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Google, right, They, they count a lot more. Than, than, than the ones that aren't so good. They count way more. And, and they do that like S&P 500, same thing, right? All, all of these indices uh, give weighting to the more weighting to the better ones, less weighting to the bad ones. And this is something, and again, when you're talking about why do I invest in gold, gold is a hedge. What's it a hedge against? For us, it's a hedge against the Federal Reserve note. It's really a hedge against the dollar. It doesn't matter. It could be Federal Reserve note. Uh, it could be digital dollar, right? Whatever they want to call it. Fed coin, right? Whatever, whatever they want to call it, it's a hedge. And when China says, "Hey, you know," because China they don't want their currency to get too strong yet, not yet. When they make a move like that and just say, "You know what? The dollar counts less." That's a very good indication of of where the dollar's headed today. Okay. So, so I'm just telling you, keep that in mind. Right? Keep putting gold away. There, there's a lot more. It's not just me. It's not, you know. I, I just try to educate you on what we see out there. But this was a huge shift, right? To to essentially say, "Hey, the dollar ain't worth that much." That's, I mean, that's re- literally what the Chinese said last night. And now the IMF's got their their paper out about digital currency, talking about, "Hey, the U.S. You know, we think we think they're still going to be the dominant player, but uh, they may be, they may be vulnerable." And the IMF. Acknowledges that, then they say, but it's not a foregone conclusion. So first they say we think the dollar is still going to, you know, be the dominant player. Then they say, but it is under pressure, and they may be usurped. But that's not a foregone conclusion. Okay, that's uh, both sides of your, your your both sides of your mouth. The central bank digital currency issued by countries already dominant in the reserve category, could make their currencies more powerful. Who are they talking about? Who's the one country that's already gone digital? The Chinese. You know, and I say it all the time. uh, You know, we got a new show coming uh, beginning in January, Liberty Revolt from 5 to 7 a.m. Dylan, uh, listen, he's going to shock you. I'm not going to lie to you. He's going to say things you don't like i promise you he will right he want he'd love love it call him up challenge him but he knows a lot about the workings in china a lot he's going to share them with the fascinating stuff he's like in china listen you don't have your phone you you don't go anywhere and right? that's how they, they they you know that's how they do that's how you get on the you know, you got to remember, right, the the social scorecard, right? This is what digital currencies do. I mean, it's great for communism, really, if you think about it. And they say that they can become more powerful in, in increased demand for them, according to the IMF. So, again, I'm confused. I think the IMF's confused. In other words, a digital dollar may become as powerful as its fiat equivalent, I'm going to tell you right now. Once you go digital, there is no fiat. Right that that'll end. Right? paper dollars will end. If not more powerful. So what they're saying is, and that was probably the most important part, and I I blew it. If we stay fiat, then China goes digital. They'll become as powerful or more powerful. So essentially, the IMF now is giving the United States its blessing to get that digital dollar done. It's exactly what they're saying. Because they worry if they don't, it's quote-unquote fiat equivalent will become as powerful or more powerful. So these are things, and again, you don't hear, listen, you're not going to hear this on CNBC or Fox or even CNN, right, the Trump hater station. You're not going to hear it there because they don't understand. They don't know uh, what, what what's happening. They don't. They don't, you know, they, it's something to them. They're like, oh, well, you know, we, we want to talk about Bitcoin. When we get back, when we get back, Ripple is in a court case that may have effects on digital coins and as well as what's happening with Bitcoin and, and Ethereum. So I'm going to share those uh, both uh, with you. Very interesting not sure which way this thing's going to go. Is this the end of the digital coin being called the currency? Is it the start of? Are we picking winners and losers? And who controls them? More importantly, I'll tell you what the CEO of Ripple says who controls it. We'll be back after the break. 800 951 0592. So, pretty big news out of the IMF. Uh, kind of very much a what I'll call a spin piece. Hey, uh, the dollar's going to be okay, but it's going to have to go digital. And if it doesn't, and it may not, and they could be usurped, and we're, we're worried about uh, the debts and the deficits, and uh, probably a little more worried about, hey, you guys are behind. That's kind of how I read it. You're behind. You know, because Jay Powell still says, "Well, we're gathering, we're we're gathering information." I think we're doing a lot more than that, right? Anyone who thinks that we're just gathering information, well, then you know, just put your head back up your backside uh, because that's really all you're doing. So, Ripple, I have no idea who they are, but they have a coin, okay, and there's a bunch of them out there, okay. Ripple being one of them. Claims if the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission deems its token, see, now I'm not even using the right word. Apparently, we call it a token, right? To be an investment contract, the regulators would cede innovation in cryptocurrency to China. Which controls Bitcoin and Ethereum? And Ethereum, Ethereum, as I think how you pronounce it. I'm a sorry, sorry, digital guys. I don't mean to butcher it. Don't don't send me hate mail. Uh, I barely know how to read, so give me a break here. It's a Ethereum is the uh, I think the proper enunciation. So, right now, Ripple is fighting the SEC because they want to designate it as an investment contract. I don't know what that means. I really don't. I, I, I'll learn more. When I learn it, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. The Bitcoin and Ethereum blockchains are highly susceptible, according to the Ripple CEO, to China control. Because both are subject to simple majority rule. Again, don't know what that means. Whereas the Ripple token prevents comparable centralization. According to uh, the company uh, in a Wells notice to the SEC. So they got served papers uh, from the SEC uh and and it's really gotten quite interesting. The you know, like they do now. Everyone's on Twitter, right? So the CEOs of Bitcoin and, and, and Ethereum, they're they're firing back at the Ripple CEO. The fintech firm has vowed to defend itself in a yet to be filed lawsuit from the SEC against its CEO and its co and its co founder. The lawsuit is centered around whether Ripple is a security that should be regulated and registered or not, and 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 it's something to, that according to people outside of this, uh, they, and they talk, they bring in uh, a former partner at Goldman Sachs who is uh, now at Galaxy Digital. So one of these hedge funds, Michael Novogratz, noted on Twitter that the SEC is seemingly giving Bitcoin and Ethereum a pass Well, going after others. Very interesting. Now, I, I don't know... Uh, What's happening? They all. He also found it uh, strange that the SEC and its chairman, Chairman Jay Clayton, waited years to do this. In 2018, the head of the SEC's Division of Corporate Finance had said that Bitcoin and Ethereum are not securities. At the time, he said that decentralization is key to whether or not. A currency is a security. Don't know what that means. Just reading it to you. Want you to know there, there appears, anyway, to be some gamesmanships going on with the digital coins. Uh, uh, by the way, let me tell you how that happened. Ripple lost 20% of its value, just like that. So, again, we've talked about Bitcoin uh, here and there. Be careful. I don't like what the CEO of Ripple said being that, hey, Bitcoin and Ethereum are really controlled by the Chinese. That makes sense to me because China's out there. They're the leader in the digital currency field. That just seems to add up to me. Uh, and once again, our, our government uh, giving the Chinese a pat. I don't get if that is true. And I don't know that it is. But let's just say for a second that it is. Where's our government? Donald Trump was the only guy. I'm I'm fearful of what is going to happen uh, with the Joe Biden presidency. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to sleep. We're going to go back to turning a blind eye. The Chinese are going to continue to gain ground all over us. I mean, uh, even William Barr. Boy, that guy just really let us down, didn't he? Now he's saying Hunter Biden, nah, he's fine. Fine. Nah, there's nothing there. So what? The Chinese gave him millions to talk to his daddy. Right? I, I, I just I don't know. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I know. I got a little sidetracked there. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh a lot of interesting things. Right? Housing slowdown possible. IMF now talking about, hey, United States, you better hurry up and get digital. China's winning. And now the digital coin lawsuits and what's happening. Is it a security or not? We'll have to wait and see. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Everything is down today. Uh, the Dow's down a couple hundred points. Gold's down 10. Uh, silver, silver's down pretty big today. Yeah. Almost 70 cents, 65 cents, uh, silver eagles, uh, saved 10 bucks a roll from yesterday, 620 a roll on silver eagles, uh, really nice, good special today on $20 gold, uh, you know, back to our bread and butter, the saints and the liberties. I've got both, I don't have tons, uh, but I've got 50 saints, right? And saints, you know, they're they're not like Indians Indians are much harder to get but Saints get get difficult to get uh at 2095 so think about yesterday uh you know 2030 yesterday so 2095 2130 I'm sorry 2095 that's a good savings uh $10 pullback save 35 I love it uh, also have the liberties the older ones 1866 1907 uh same price 2095 Uh, Got a few more of those, but uh, I've got about 50 Saints, about $70, $20 Liberties. uh, If you want to start adding to that portfolio, man, just crazy stuff, right? We had the stimulus, and then uh, we had the thing with Britain. I don't know, that whole uh, super contagious, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I'm not really sure. Uh, what that means, and then uh, the Gottlieb guy saying it's probably already here. Uh, There's something like 30 or 40 countries have already banned uh, flights from the UK. We're not one of them. Um, Then you find out about what China did last night. Really, I think the biggest story today had to be what China did. There's only one reason for them to devalue the dollar in their basket, because they believe the dollar's going to get significantly weaker and that would make their currency a lot a lot more valuable and they want to control that right so the way they're going to control it is we're just going to have the dollar count less we'll have other currencies count more uh so very very interesting i think that kind of parlays though what i've been telling you this isn't uh, it just is what it is you know, when you go and you spend the way we've spent, right, uh, $3 trillion in the third quarter alone. I mean, think about it. If you did that every quarter, that would be $12 trillion. We only have tax revenue of $3 trillion. I mean, that's huge amounts of spending uh, to try to cover up uh, a lot of the problems. And now I'm a little worried about housing. If we've really topped out and home appreciation stops, uh, is that going to create a problem when and if, I say if because, man, we just keep extending it, these moratoriums come to an end, right? Could we see, could 2021 actually see dropping home prices? I don't know yet. I'm not ready to say that, but I just, you know, you, you worry about it, right? 800 951 U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints, pick them. You can mix and match them however you want to do it. Uh, 2,095 U.S. Silver Eagles, uh, at, at 620 on, on U.S. Silver Eagles this morning at 800 9510592 Patriot Radio News Hour. One more show tomorrow before we're off for the Christmas holiday. God bless everybody. Remember, go out and buy some pickleball rackets. Uh, it'd be a fun thing to do with the kids. Hey, I'm pushing it. Look, Brooks laughing at me. I love it, baby. I love it. We'll be back tomorrow.